Hi, everyone. Welcome back for a very special episode of Dina's Dailyish Reflections. I know it's been a while since I have recorded an episode. I think the last one I recorded was um, maybe at the end of March. I could check. Um, but in honor of Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, I thought I would post a new episode, um, maybe a one-time special. Maybe there will be more episodes after this one. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I was just in a reflective mood and unfortunately didn't sleep well last night. So I was kind of thinking about a lot of different stuff. Um, and yeah, and it made me made me want to share it with you guys because I have some new thoughts, I guess. So, uh, yeah, the first thing I wanted to say is I've really missed the podcast community, not not like other people who record podcasts. I mean, all the listeners um, <laughs> that I have for my podcast and people who are reaching out and sharing their thoughts. And um, I don't know, it just like I think one really nice thing about doing the podcast earlier this year was just feeling connected to people that I either hadn't talked to for a while or just somebody who maybe I didn't know that well or some people that I did know really well. Um, and yeah, just kind of like strengthening those connections with people. Um, so that was really nice. So I've kind of, I've missed you all, anyone who's listening. Um, obviously, um, you know, the same people might not be listening since this episode um, is is much later in the year. Um, but I wanted to say hi um, to my loyal listeners and to any new listeners and encourage you again to reach out, um, let me know what you're thinking about the podcast, and let me know how your year is going and what's been going on. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that would be great to hear from you guys. Again, I'm, I'm assuming most people know how to contact me. Um, I think there might be a way to do it through the Anchor app, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I assume you, you know who I am or could pretty easily find out. Um, so yeah, uh, reach out. I, I always love to hear from people. Um, let's see. Brief update on how things have been going since I last posted. Um, so I guess I don't remember all the way back to like what was happening in March and April. I know I got the vaccine in March, like one one dose at the beginning of March ish and one dose near the end of March. Um, and so like by mid April, I was fully vaccinated and I started going out a little bit. Um, and oh, maybe that's when I stopped recording. Um, I don't remember exactly, but anyways, yeah, I, um, yeah, I was kind of like liberated, <laughs> um, temporarily <laughs> from COVID restrictions. Um, I celebrated my birthday um, which was really fun at the end of April, my 35th birthday, um, which feels very meaningful. And despite a lot of the difficulties I'm going through, 
um, with my health, it feels pretty awesome to be 35. And I just feel like that's like a legit number. And it's kind of like, like you're in the prime of your life. Like you, you've had enough experiences to kind of like have gotten your, you know, your feet wet, kind of know a little bit more what you're doing or what you want from life or just like kind of how to survive as a human being, but you still have so much life ahead of you and, and so many memories that you, um, will make in the future, hopefully. (laughs) Um, again, yeah, hopefully you have a lot of life ahead of you, but it just feels like there's kind of, you're kind of on enough solid footing based on what you've learned from the past, but you still have a lot to go in the future. Um, so anyways, yeah, I think 35, I've said this to some friends, I think 35 is a pretty awesome age. Um, so yeah, so I had my birthday, celebrated with some friends and with some family. Um, I ended up, I think, having three separate birthday celebrations. Um, not to brag, just saying. Um, so that was nice. And yeah, so that was in April. And then in May, um, I think then my my brother came home for the summer from college and he wasn't vaccinated. So I kind of like went back into quarantine until he was fully vaxxed. Um, So there was like a, yeah, kind of like things got quieter again. And I tried to get like a lot of little things done. Um, I think if you guys recall, you probably don't recall, but (laughs) as I'm now recalling, I think like in February and March, I felt very overwhelmed by, um, just like all these different things I was doing, like the smart program and, um, reclamation and the podcast. And just like with my limited energy, I didn't feel like I could really handle (laughs) all of that. Um, and I felt like I was getting really behind on like, just like, administrative stuff I needed to do and rest and I was kind of pulled in different directions. Um, so I think I did a pretty good job in May of kind of hunkering down and getting a lot of stuff done. Um, and then, um, in June and the beginning of July, I like, I think just because I'm sure a lot of people went through this, like I was just, I had been, we had all been like so pent up, um, from because of COVID and now all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, like you can just go and do things. And like that, this was before like Delta kind of reared its ugly head. And we started learning that being vaccinated still leads to a lot of breakthrough infections and et cetera. Um, um, so anyway, so I, as you guys remember also, like it seemed at the end of May and beginning of June that like things were basically going back to normal. Um, and I ended up, like, socializing a ton um, during that, like, month and a half, like, June and the first half of July. I was, like, going on lots of dates and um, seeing a lot of friends from high school and, like, going to all these <laughs> Jewish events and reconnecting with people and whatever. Anyway, so I was – and, you know, family stuff happening – going to the beach, like, going out to dinner. Anyways, so I was, like, really active um, and 
which was like really fun. And it was kind of like what I wanted for the summer. I was like kept in my mind. I was like summer of fun, summer of fun. And kind of like, like leading up to that and like wanting to maybe not focus as much on like reclamation or like getting things done, but just like really enjoy myself. And I think I, for the most part, I was able to do that, but that also meant that I like completely overdid it from a health perspective. Um, and I, by like the second week in July or the third week in July, I was just completely wiped, um, health wise. And I just like, basically like couldn't really function. I was just like in total exhaustion and mode. And I felt like I had like you know, had, like, some kind of, like, traumatic brain injury, like, like, I'd been, like, hitting my head against something really hard, it just, like, was not good, um, and I think, like, one of the reasons I let things go on for so long is because I was kind of on this adrenaline high from just, like, having so much fun socializing, and I didn't realize kind of how badly I needed rest, um, because I was like, oh, maybe I'm getting better, I'm, like, going out all the time, and I'm fine, Um, but really I think it was just like, I was high on this adrenaline. Um, and then once I crashed, like I really crashed and yeah. So since like mid July, I've been like hardly going out. Like even if I, you know, do something like one day, I'll need to rest for like two days afterwards. So I've been doing maybe like one social thing a week and even that makes me tired, Um, so I'm definitely like in a dip and like still recovering from all that socializing in June and July. Um, yeah, so, so that's kind of where I'm at. And I also kind of like now, especially I feel like in the last, I don't remember exactly because my memory is like horrible, but in the last like two or three weeks have kind of been like, okay, you know, you did like the summer of fun. Now you're kind of recognizing that you actually can't really just like go out and have fun and live like a semi-normal life um, because like you don't have the energy for that. So let's really focus back on treatment and trying to get better. Um, So I kind of like was like, okay, like for the next – like, little bit, my only, like, my main focus are going to be, like, the, the like, health treatment I need to do, um, like, any, like, priority administrative tasks that I need to do, most of which are in relation to that, like, dealing with insurance and prior authorizations and various phone calls um, related to treatment stuff. And so that, that and, like, resting um, basically would be the priorities Um, so yeah, so that's, I've just been really, and I think I've been really good about just really prioritizing those things and just like not losing my focus. Um, like I'm still, you know, it's not that like, I'm never going to do anything social. I'm still, I still like need some interaction with other people to keep me going. And, you know, obviously I'm this social person, but just like really prioritizing, getting done what I need to get done and focusing on my health and then the rest of the time just like resting. Um, So it's felt like really good to rest so much and like go back to like a more like quiet way of living. Um, 
I just feel like I really need that right now. I don't know for how long. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's what's been happening. Um, I mean, because I've been so tired, like, even just, like, I have, like, this really organized list of, like, what I need to get done, and none of it is, like, super difficult, um, but, like, because I just, all I've been able to do is, like, rest, like, I haven't been able to make that much progress um, on things, um, even, like, basic things, like, keeping up with, like, my emails, like, I'm super behind on that, and, like, you know, like having my room like organized the way it normally is and like, yeah, all these like insurance phone calls and stuff, like none of it is hard, but um, yeah, I'm definitely having trouble keeping up even though there's like really nothing else that I'm doing other than resting. Um, But that's okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. I have, I do have um, an appointment um, with my main chronic fatigue doctor coming up this morning, actually. Um, and, and I did prepare pretty well for that. And I have, you know, I wrote out like a whole outline for our conversation and like all the issues we need to touch base on. I haven't seen her for six months. Um, so there's like a lot to catch up on. Um, so I'm like very, that's, I think that's why I didn't really sleep last night. Cause I'm like, oh my God going to have this like really important conversation um and I'm getting ready to potentially start um a big new treatment option which is intravenous immunoglobulin or it's called IVIG um which is like a weekly immunoglobulin infusion that takes like five hours um once a week for like months and months before you can really know if it's helping or not um We'll see. There's some other treatments I might try first, um, and I'm, like, working on getting insurance approval and stuff for this treatment, Um, but that might be what is next on the list. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so I have been – I have been doing that. Um, Other things, my brother was home. He's back in – at school now, but he was home um, for the summer, Um, so I got to spend a lot of time with him. We went to the Cape for a few days as a family, which was really nice, and I went to Chicago in June to visit my friend Sarah Beth, um, who has an open invitation to join the podcast um, as a guest, Um, and got to see some law school friends and... um, another friend from San Francisco and just got to spend a lot of time with Sarah Beth and her family, which was really wonderful. Um, so yeah, that's just like a couple of other highlights from the summer. Um, anyways, where was I going with all of this? Oh yeah. I, I guess since I talk about therapy, I, um, feel like I made a lot of progress in therapy. Um, but I also like, was feeling like I was just stretched too thin and um, really needed to, like, buckle down and focus. Um, So I, like, first because I wanted to just focus on, like, having fun over the summer and then because I wanted to focus on, like, treatments and rest and that's basically it. Um, So I finished therapy for now um, 
on like in the middle of July, but I decided basically around June, in the middle of June, that I was um, ready to to stop for now. Um, and we wrapped things up like over the next several sessions. Um, so yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm happy with that decision to take a break from it because like it was just like a lot. Um, but I also feel like it was really, it was really useful and I learned a lot and I'm still trying to apply those lessons, um, moving forward. Um, so yeah, that, that's that. Um, I have basically not been doing the reclamation work at all for the last several months because I did feel, um, that it was, I was like spending a lot of time on it. Um, and it wasn't like necessarily, like I wasn't necessarily seeing the dividends from it. Um, so I think like taking a step back from it and not prioritizing it was and is the right decision for me. Um, obviously that is flexible. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like I've, I've, narrow on the one hand I've kind of narrowed down the things that I want to focus on but on the other hand like because I'm so tired I can't even focus on like the two things that I need to focus on um but whatever doing the best I can um but one thing um that I was doing in connection with Rosh Hashanah in the new year um was going through and this is just like this morning because I couldn't sleep um was kind of going through um, just like what had happened this year so far and how everything had gone and stuff and, um, you know, like just summarize like some of my favorite moments, um, not summarize, just like listed out in a list, like, yeah, some of my favorite moments and just like the big things, um, that happened. Um, and it just made me think like that, Sorry, just thinking. Um, I just feel like I, I, I guess what I the reason I paused is actually I did. So I haven't been doing really the reclamation work, but I did do um, the um, I did do like one of the teaching calls when I couldn't sleep last night. And um, anyways, it had you like it. It included like remembering yourself as a child and like thinking of yourself as like an older woman and like kind of just like envisioning kind of your life cycle and whatever. So um, I, it kind of just made me think that like, wow, we, I mean, this is so, this is so like obvious, but it like, okay, I, let's say like, you know, best case scenario, I live to a ripe old age or we all live to a ripe old age, um, 35 now. So let's say that gives me like, I don't know, about like 50 more years. And, you know, I've already lived 35 years. So one thing that just like gave me a lot of comfort was like, these 35 years have been pretty good. Like there's been ups and downs and like good memories and um, 
you know, like difficult parts. Luckily, I feel like the difficult parts we tend to forget <laughs> um, to some degree. Um, and I don't really need to like, like transform my life. Like I, if I, if the next 50 years I'm doing, you know, it's kind of like just stays the same in the sense that like, you know, you have like good times with like friends and family and you have like some like new experiences or cool adventures and you make progress on things and like, that's good. You know, like I don't need like any, I mean, I know I like made the bucket list and like, um, you know, have written out other things about like what I want for my life. Um, and that's true in a sense. And like those things would be cool, but I just feel like very, like, it just felt like it really took the pressure off that like, I don't have to do anything like crazy or special in the next 50 years. I can just like continue to live my life and like, you know, obviously try to like, you know, get better at it over time. And like, you know, get over some of like the things that are difficult for me, are roadblocks for me to try to make life easier. But at the end of the day, um, you know, whether I'm healthy or not healthy, um, you know, whether like XYZ happens or it doesn't, like on a day-to-day level, at least like at my level of functioning, I feel like I can just, just keep doing what I'm doing and just live my life. Um, And, yeah, that just felt, like, very comforting to me. Um, Anyway, so I just – that was really, like, the main thought that I wanted to share. Um, And it goes along with what I was saying about turning 35 and feeling, like, kind of accept, like, the ebbs and flows. And, you know, sometimes you feel, like, really, like, yes, I'm on the right path. Like, I'm doing great. And other times you're, like – a lot of the time you kind of feel like, oh, I should be should be doing this better, or like this isn't working, or like there's something wrong here. Um, just kind of like taking all of that um, with a certain amount of like equanimity, um, equanimity, equanimity, I guess. Um, and just knowing that that's always going to be part of the process. Um, I feel like that's that just makes things easier um and and yeah I think like you get more used to that as time goes on and kind of accept it more like I feel like this year as I was kind of like writing down like all the memories from the year and I was like okay what what worked and what didn't work and like I think there were some really great things like I feel like at the beginning of the year I felt like socially disconnected to some degree and I feel like I like that completely transformed itself over the year reconnected with a lot of people that I hadn't um like I hadn't sustained the friendships as much and I made like a real effort to reconnect with people and I made a lot of new friends and you know put effort into doing that and like definitely felt like I reaped the benefits of that um yeah and just had like too much socializing and you know I had like so much fun over the summer um so that was all really good um I think like what was difficult was I I did feel like I was like I had more on my plate than I could handle with my health issues both from like a social perspective and just like things I was trying to do so like 
there's still things on my to-do list from like January um, that like really should have been done. (laughs) Um, And so a lot of the time I felt like scattered and it wasn't until later in the year that I was able to say, hey, let me put like this on hold and like that on hold and here's what I really want to prioritize and focus on. Um, And so a lot of the year I was like feeling kind of scattered. Um, and like, that's okay. Like there's always going to be like some things that are in alignment and some things that are out of alignment and you just like, it just, I don't know, just like all part, part of the game, I guess. Um, anyways, that's kind of like all obvious and stuff. Um, but I, I nevertheless thought I would share that bit of, um, sleep deprived wisdom with you guys. Um, yeah, let's see. I also, on the flip side of things, oh my God, I made, um, like a whole document, like an Excel document with multiple, multiple sheets. Um, and I three hole punched it and put it in a binder and it's called Dina's life. And it has like, it just has like every category of things in it. Like, um, this is like so embarrassing, but of course I'm sharing it. Um, like, you know, friends, let's see, hold on. I'm just going through this all. Like, okay. Obviously things I need to do where I see myself in five to 10 years, my bucket list. You guys already know about that areas. I'm trying to grow in like decision-making, sitting with uncomfortable emotions, romantic relationships, um, travel I want to do. Let's see what else we have here. Um, yeah, like a list of just fun things I did over the summer and also things that like I really wanted to do that I couldn't because of health stuff. Um, I'm skipping some of them because even I have some limits to my oversharing. Um, like shopping, like brands that I, clothing, clothing brands that I like, <laughs> movies I want to watch, and then like the, the kind of exactly what I want my life to look like if I ever get healthy. I don't remember if this was something that I that I shared um, earlier in, like, earlier in the year when I was doing the podcast, Um, because I've definitely gone through various iterations of this, Um, and if people are interested, I can definitely go into more detail, but it's like, okay, like, let's say that I get totally healthy. What should I do career-wise? Like, should I do this? Should I do that? And it's like a whole list of, like, possible career thoughts and, like, you know, pros and cons and like, where do I want to live? And like, do I want to travel first or do I want to like get straight to work? <laughs> like anyways. Um, so I don't know if that's sad. Um, I just like making like lists and like organizing my thoughts about stuff. Um, so yeah, I have that. Um, also I have, I have like literally listed like some people who I feel like like, have a really good 
just like or at least like in certain areas of their life had made like really good choices and they're kind of role models for me whatever it's called goals or I don't know whatever sorry (laughs) I'm clearly not up with whatever is happening um I don't know it's just like interesting to see how people have structured their lives and you know what they like some people like are really adventurous and like travel all the time and like other people are you know, have this, like, more cute, quiet life where they're focused on, like, a couple of different things. And, you know, um, I don't know. There's just obviously, like, there's just, like, a lot of models for how you can build a life. And I just, I, li- I like kind of, like, observing um, just the choices other people have made and, and, you know, just thinking about, like, which parts of that might or might not work for me. Um... Let's see if there's anything else in this document. That I, I don't think there's anything else here that I really should be sharing. Oh, the one thing is that I wrote about that I feel like was kind of helpful for me um, is, like, I, I wrote a paragraph of what I think, like, stands in the way of my just success, like, broadly speaking, um, and writing that out has like actually really like in a day-to-day decision-making kind of day kind of way helped me like make better choices like here's my list of things that I think are kind of roadblocks for me um a one-speed approach to doing things like you know, only having one track of, like, going really slowly and thoroughly instead of, like, being able to scam or prioritize or whatever. It's always been a problem for me. Um, being sort of scattered, indecisive, overly emotional, taking it easy, knowing what I want and going for it clearly, um, not being goal-oriented enough, making rational choices. <laughs> um lack of forward progress because I'm scared basically of moving forward. Um, So I don't know. I just like listing that out made me be like, you know, when I need to get something done or whatever, be like, no, like you like it's part of what like made me, I think like more focused on like what my goals are right now. And like putting those to the forefront is like, okay, I'm not, I'm not good at, like, staying focused on kind of the goal at hand. Um, And that's, like, a roadblock for me. So, no, like, I am going to make a goal and stay focused. Um, You know, I am going to do more of, like, prioritizing and moving forward instead of kind of, like, bumbling around. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. That was just, like, also something that was helpful for me to write down. I'm not really making, I'm not really explaining well how it's helped, but there were some moments when it was helpful. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, not sure if this will be a one-off special episode or if you guys can look forward to more, um, more episodes in the future. Um, but yeah, definitely let me know what you think. Um, let me know, if you guys do the same thing in terms of like looking at people as like role models for like little pieces of your life. Um, and if you guys like are more, 
if you guys would also feel comforted by this idea that it's like, yeah, I've lived 35 years and I have 50 more left and, you know, I'm doing pretty good, like the best I can and I can just keep doing what I'm doing and life is good. Um, Or whether you have like more lofty ambitions. Um, I don't know. It's just like kind of how to how to balance like enjoying life versus like trying to optimize it. And I just think for me, um, not trying to like optimize it is probably a healthier approach, which I think is in part why I've kind of veered away from the reclamation stuff because I think that is like very much about like how can I build like this life for myself that's like really authentic and really connected. And I think for me personally – like trying to like overcomplicate it by by having all this like scaffolding instead of just like you know making like the next right choice of like what works for me is kind of like not as productive um i mean not to not to say like there aren't things that i've learned from it and that i think are useful um but Yeah, I don't know. Um, Anyways, yeah, let me know what you think. Um, Say hi. Say you're listening if you are um, so I know who's out there. Um, Yeah, we'll see. Maybe talk to you soon. Maybe it'll be another six months. Um, Yeah. All right. Bye.